it's dangerous to go alone. Back in the early days of Nintendo video games, The Legend of Zelda was one of the biggest titles around. It established a legacy that continues even to this day. How many of you have actually played The Legend of Zelda? I see some hands, excellent. How many of you have family members that have played the, more hands? Very good. Well, towards the start of The Legend of Zelda, you take your character and you lead them into a cave. In the cave, you encounter a mysterious old man who says, it's dangerous to go alone. Take this. And he provides your character with a sword to aid you in your battle against the forces of evil that have overtaken the land. Well, that mysterious old man, he was right. It's dangerous to go alone. It's deadly even. And while that can certainly be true when you are looking to liberate a fantastic kingdom from the forces of evil, it's especially true when you are looking at what it means to be standing against the forces that have overtaken our world. Everything that would separate you from the God who loves you and created you. The forces that would keep you as a captive. It's dangerous to go alone. But you don't have to. The same God who created you and who dearly loves you has seen to it that you have a place with him. Jesus, the Son of God, came to defeat those forces of evil single-handedly, making the victory that he won on the cross your victory. He's the one who fulfilled Isaiah's prophecy. The Spirit of the Lord is upon me because he has anointed me to proclaim good news to the poor. He has sent me to proclaim liberty to the captives and recovering of sight to the blind, to set at liberty those who are oppressed to proclaim the year of the Lord's favor. Jesus is the light who overcomes the darkness, even the darkness of death, so that you never need be alone in the dark. Back in the early days of the Christian church, St. Paul wrote to his fellow believers in the city of Corinth. He speaks to issues that had overtaken their fellowship. One of the big issues, one of the ones that Paul addresses in our epistle reading today is the jealousy or the resentment that some of the Corinthian Christians felt against their fellow believers. So St. Paul lays out a concept that contrasts with the individualistic, the self-important view that promoted a me versus you mentality that seems to have taken root in the congregation there. The church is the body of Christ. And while the church might indeed be composed of a multitude of individual, different people. We are one body in Christ. We are one in the one whom won us the victory over sin and death, over the forces of evil that tried to keep us captive. Set free, redeemed in Jesus, the Holy Spirit unites us into something greater than what any of us could be alone. Through baptism, we're joined together in that one holy Catholic and apostolic church that we confess in the Nicene Creed. We are a part of a new creation that spans space and time. A creation that is present even here, today, now. You and I, we are parts of Christ's body joined together. Now you are individually gifted. You are equipped by God with a unique set of skills and abilities that are yours. 
Now those skills and abilities, they are meant for use, to be put in service in caring for the people around you. Sometimes those people will be your friends and family, those who are closest to you, but other times you might use your gifts in service to people on the other side of the world, people whose names you will never know. But the particular person that God has made you to be, equipped you to be, is there for the time and place that God gives you to serve your neighbor. God gives gifts, and he doesn't give them in a vacuum. You and I, as members of the body of Christ, we're meant to work together in unity. We might do different things. We might have different backgrounds and experiences, but we can do what we do together, accomplishing more than any of us could do apart from one another. Think about the weekly worship service. As we gather together here for this high point of the week, all of these things that happen, it's not just the pastor doing everything. And I thank God for that. There are many people who have made this possible, whether it be the musicians who are here to beautify this time of worship, the people who are here on the altar care team making things ready, the acolytes, crucifers, ushers, everyone who works behind the scenes during the week to make sure that all of this comes together. All of that is God's gift. As it is with the body, so it is with the body of Christ. If any one of these parts, any one of these members is missing or ill, it affects us all. The whole organism is impacted. We need these many parts working together. Though we might be individual parts in the body of Christ, you and I are called to follow Jesus together. That's the central point of our being SJLC, serving Jesus, living in community emphasis. Especially this year as we consider what it means to be set apart as stewards of God's gifts, of our time, of our skills, of our talents. Because Jesus is the one who leads us. He leads us in sacrificial service. Indeed, he's the one who makes that service possible in the first place. As we go out to be the body of Christ in our communities, we go out into the world at large, you and I must heed his direction to serve together. And to do so selflessly, rather than getting caught up in self-importance or resentment, those things that would tear us apart. It's dangerous to go alone. Sometimes we become disconnected. Sometimes we fail to work together as the body of Christ. It doesn't always happen for the reasons that St. Paul outlines in his epistle today. It's entirely possible that someone gets caught up in work or personal commitments that see them spending more time away from the life that we have together in this community of the congregation. Someone might not have considered that they can be of service in our life together, even that they have an opportunity to serve. But the truth of the matter is that you have a vital role to play in our life together. And in case you are wondering if I am speaking specifically to you, I am. You are important. You are a part of our life together and you have a role to serve here. If you are otherwise disconnected from the congregation, come and speak to me, to Pastor Mian, to any of our leadership in the various ministries. Because there is a role for you here and you have a contribution to make. 
as we continue through this consecrated Lord to Thee stewardship focus, remember that your role is not limited to financial contributions. Being a part of the congregation is not the same thing as simply paying dues to a club to maintain your membership. As the baptized people of God, you and I are called to engage in acts of service, to make use of our works and our wisdom in caring for our neighbor and for each other. So what can we do together? Acts both amazing and ordinary. For the past two years, many of us here at St. John's have worked to welcome in and support the Aljamu family. They came to us as a refugee family from Syria with very little in the way of what they were carrying with them. And now they're moving on to the next chapter in their life in the United States. None of us knew what it would look like as Jesus called us to follow him in serving these past two years. But he has consistently done great things, both through the church, this community in Christ here, and through people unconnected with us in other ways. Similarly, the service projects that we are undertaking over the next several weeks as part of our Being SJLC emphasis, including the hypothermia shelter that kicks off today at St. Mark's Lutheran Church on Backlick Road, and the Rise Against Hunger meal packaging event that's coming up on February 2nd, these are ways for members of the body of Christ, parts joined together across all ages and differences of experience to work in service. As you live out your identity as a member of the body of Christ. As you go forth in service. You witness to who Jesus is. To what he has done for all people. It's dangerous to go alone. Let's not forget that we are called to care for each other in the body of Christ. St. Paul writes, if one member suffers, all suffer together. If one member is honored, all rejoice together. The body hurts together. As one of the ancient philosophers put it, one does not say, I have a pain in my finger, but rather, my finger hurts. When the body suffers, the whole suffers. Reach out to people in our congregation who are mourning. Be present for them. Offer to listen, to help, to care. Provide practical support to your members in Christ's body. If a family has a new baby, offer to bring them a meal. If someone's in the hospital, go visit them. About a decade ago, we established a Helping Hands Fund here at St. John's to provide financial support for members of our congregation of this family of faith and body of Christ here in this time and place should someone face emergency needs or other hardship. So if you're feeling the impact of going without pay due to the government shutdown, let us know. The Helping Hands Fund is here to support you. If you haven't been impacted by that, you are more than welcome to regularly contribute to the Helping Hands Fund through your offerings to be able to provide that practical support and care for the people around us. It's dangerous to go alone. But in the church... The body of Christ brought together by the working of the Holy Spirit. You won't. Amen.